Um, so are we going to do a live viewing of the Suicide Squad? Is that no, what's happening? I'm just putting this oh. in the background. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely put it because we could at least acknowledge that shit. You saw it, right? Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Nerds at the Cool Table, episode 53. I don't know. One of who's, who's counting? Um, we're back again at the tail end of the summer. Yeah, <laughs> um, summer's almost over. Now. It's fucking been, it's, I'm telling you, like I was just saying, like these weeks just been flying by. I still think like, about like doing stuff for the summer. Me too. Like, me too. When me, Julian's talking about getting a car, I'm like, oh, you're going to have it for the summer. And everybody's <laughs> like, summer's over, bro. You're going to have it for fucking Thanksgiving. Pretty much, yeah. 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 No, I, it, it, it feels, I don't know. It definitely doesn't feel like summer. Four right. months left in the year. That's insane. And I'm still processing 2020. Yeah. <laughs> 2021 is just the birds chirping around your head. Right. The slack yeah. That you got into. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. How you guys been? How's everything been going? I know we we're all kind of been busy with our own stuff, but how's everything been? Yeah. been good, man. Chilling, you know? Keeping busy, working. Yeah. What have you guys been watching? Besides the, what we're going to talk about, anything like a um, prominent you guys been watching? I've been trying to watch a lot of shit, but what have you guys been watching? Uh, I watched uh, this. I've been watching this documentary called Dark Side of the 90s. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Which one have you seen? Uh, I saw a couple of them. I saw the one about like the Jerry Springer stuff. That one was a good one. And then I saw the one about uh, the Viper Room. Okay. That one was really good. Okay. I really like that episode a lot. Yeah, okay. And then um, the one about like teen TV in the 90s. What's like, it on? It's, it's on Vice. Hulu. Hulu. Oh, it's on Vice. But yeah, no, oh, I saw it on Vice. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. it on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw the, the, dark, the, the one with Jerry Springer, and I like how that sort of like they connected reality, how reality TV that we know now, it's because of the Jerry Springer show. Exactly. But yeah. I was tripping out about like hmm. how all these like daytime talk shows were like, airing at like three after we got out of school i mean right. we'd be we'd be exposed to some awful awful shit right. did it pee no oh no no, no. she was trying to like come down oh she was trying to just commit suicide yeah. <laughs> uh this is the guest host for today this is jason today <laughs> <laughs> another variant of jason <laughs> jason variant <laughs> we gotta get him a little a little a little limited drops oh that's hilarious limited drops collars Oh, see. that'd be good. <laughs> Damn, that probably worked. That would that would work. Patent it. Yeah, I'm gonna take a percentage for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched. Uh, I think it's old, but I just noticed it. Or a new season came out called "The Movies That Made Us." Okay, is that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, that's on Netflix, and it's just kind of the background story for classic movies. Okay, so it's like Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, Die Hard, mm-hmm. like just the the Grail mantle of movies. Yeah. Um, that we grew up watching and it's kind of the story from like who wrote the script to how they got it made to the producer that said yes to the producer that said no to the budget yeah. to the fear to the like Forrest Gump where Tom Hanks and uh I forgot the director's name like put their own money. Zemeckis yeah Zemeckis mm-hmm. put their own money up and then they ended up getting paid huge because no one thought that you know it was gonna do right. what it did and um Home Alone how they like did the water that first of all they filmed home alone all in a high school which i didn't know and then home alone home alone and then in a high school i mean th- there was exterior shots but okay everything interior was in a high school oh wow and even the the basement like water floods yeah, yeah, yeah was like they built a basement inside the high school's pool oh so wow. that they can flood it and then like have the water go right somewhere. like so many interesting things about 
look pretty woman yeah. being like technically a Disney movie about oh, yeah. a prostitute. Yeah. Like th- there's so many like different cool backgrounds. Is this stories. like season two or something? I think there's two seasons, but they're short. I think okay. each one has like four or five movies. Okay. Um, but it was it was really good. It was, it's it's fun because these are like the movies that are special to me, right? Um, and all of us. And it's like it's cool to because with, with a lot of these big movies, you kind of see them as they are in their mm-hmm. grandiose scale. Mm-hmm. To to unpack them and go like, here's a guy with an idea trying to raise money, like just like yeah. we do for our projects, right? And they got this amount of money, and this is how they did this, and they struggled with this, and this failed, right? And, I know, I know. There's uh, Homeward Bound. Which one do you want? Um, what, what movie made you? Because you've been a lot. How, how old is you now? Like, like nine months. Nine, nine months, weeks. Nine, nine weeks. weeks. Yeah, okay. they could so barely move last time they were here. Squad. Okay. Yeah, no. Gonna pull the cord. Uh, you want to come here? Come here. Hi. Damn, you farted. Hi. Uh huh. But yeah, it was great. I yeah. It. If you are of the late twenties, early thirties. And you grew up on those movies. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend kind of getting a peek into how they got made. Yeah. I've been watching something about stuff being made. I just, Disney has a new series called Behind the Attraction. Okay. Um, which is, I think The Rock produced it as well. But it pretty much every episode. The Rock is getting a little aggressive for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get to that about The Rock. Because like, I, I love The Rock. I, I mean, love The Rock too. But, but behind every curtain is The Rock now. Here's the thing about The Rock though. Not everything he produced, he needs to star in. Mm-hmm. Tell that. To and him. I'm saying that about the Jungle Cruise. Like, I haven't seen that. Okay, and you haven't of, seen it, but one of my friends is in it, so we're not going to trash Jungle Cruise. I'm not trashing it. I don't know what you're going to say, but we got it. No, but here's the thing. Jungle here's the thing. Cruise. I'm not trashing it. I'm not trashing it. The Rock is great. Obviously, okay. like how he is, but he was very miscast in this. And the thing is, like, you first you see like this big buff dude in the like the 1900s yeah, yeah. piloting. Like, wh- where did he go? Where did he go to the gym? Right. Yeah. Um, but the dudes, he like bailed hay instead. Like people didn't go. <laughs> no, true. But you don't get gym. to that size of the rock in the 1900s. Maybe, you, maybe. What do you think? Living in the jungle. No, but okay. But that's not my point. So my point is, like, he just looks very out of place right from the beginning. Because you're like, oh my god, you're weird. Like, because buff people look out of place in real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. But the more you watch the movie, once you get to the movie, like halfway point, you'll realize why he was miscast. And like I said, I'm not going to spoil it since you haven't seen it, which I think you should see it. I will definitely see it. But it made me think the rock should just pull a Brad Pitt and just produce a bunch of shit, but he doesn't have to star in it. Yeah. 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 But I'm anyway, sure he does that as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like sure this, so that, like this one, this, this, this show that I'm telling you, like uh, behind the attraction, mm. he produces it in the first episode is about the jungle cruise. So he does pop out in it, mm. but it's kind of cool. Cause it, it's kind of just like that, the movies that made us, where it explains to you the backstory of these rides and how they came to be. And like, it made like the, the Haunted Mansion episode actually made me appreciate Haunted Mansion a lot more because mm-hmm. it's like, it's a comp- oh, so it's like old rides. Yeah. Like all the rides that are at Disneyland right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, he's going to check it. Well, he's going to check it. Um, I feel like. But Haunted Mansion is like two ideas, two types of artists rolled into one. Mm-hmm. You have the crazy Tim Burton type style art and then you have this like much more serious horror type thing you know yeah okay you trying to get down okay (laughs) just like jason every once in a while (laughs) (laughs) completely derails the episode but um that's that's one series i was watching i'm not done with it yet but something i recently watched this past weekend i went to go see the green knight okay with dev patel Mm -hmm. beautiful imagery 
I know, I know the, sto- the story is really old. Yeah, yeah. It's like this old Arthurian sort yeah, yeah, of yeah. poem or whatever. But the thing about A24 movies, they all have the same sort of vibe where it's like this crazy, creepy music and like really artistic shots and stuff, mm-hmm. really ambiguous type of endings and stuff. But that's the thing that I can't stand with these movies. That their <laughs> endings are so ambiguous for absolutely no reason. And they know that it's like very like, film nerd type of but like the super pretentious kind because yeah, then it's yeah. like they know that people are going to go watch it and be like oh it's the greatest movie ever and i'm like but why what did i yeah, fucking miss it makes like, you feel like an idiot yeah it's like an emperor's new clothes <laughs> yeah exactly um but but saying that Dev patel is amazing i think that dude should be the next bond i could see that he has sure. that dude has presence for i could for sure see that yeah so hold on let mateo walk walk in uh, you can have him walk in during the episode. Oh, okay. People know this is a house. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, um, I did just see that Green Knight. I'm trying to, I mean, damn, top of my head, that's all, that's all I can think of. I saw the, obviously, I saw the Jungle Cruise, which I thought was interesting. It's like, if you love Pirates of the Caribbean and if you love the mummy, you're going to love Pir- you're gonna love uh, Jungle Cruise. Which I did. Yeah. Who Who's in that? Are we? Sulem. Oh, okay. Salute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. That is. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. What uh, What else is going on? What What other shows? What are we talking about today? <laughs> we're talking, we're talk, well, I guess Suicide Squad because it's the closest one. Well, but, but we were talking about other things, right? Are we talking about Loki? Did we even talk about Loki? We never talked about Loki. I mean, we talk about it in our group chat. And we like that's that's why I didn't even write no, a topic. We, talk, we talked about Loki. On we talked episode. about. Uh, yeah, we talked like the first two episodes. The first two episodes. Yeah. But we never talked about. And the funny oh. thing is that like the last episode, we were like, oh, it's not going to be Kang. Like I thought it was going to be a Mephisto situation. Yeah. But. Uh, Mephisto. Um, but we were, I was proven wrong. And we got Jonathan Majors. Who bodied. Dude, that was acting. Yeah. That was, you're watching that. You're he, like. He was doing like some acting. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was, he was acting his ass off. Yeah. Going into Loki. I mean, I said it before last episode that we did where I was just like, it's probably my least anticipated but ended up being the best the favorite, mm-hmm. show, the favorite of them all and it yeah. seemed like it has the most uh conse- consequences that like yeah. going forward with the rest of the, the marvel yeah, stuff it's definitely a key event yeah i didn't think i didn't see loki as being like a key event thing well it felt like i originally thought it was only going to be uh wandavision that mm-hmm. was the big key yeah, that's what we i yeah. think that's what we all which it made like, sense we're like all right cool that's gonna lead to the doctor strange which is gonna be the big thing i didn't think how much this loki like you said was gonna be the one catalyst that mm-hmm. was like no this is gonna rupture everything right exactly um and i think if anything it even combined with what was happening in the plot and also like uh jonathan major's acting they gave it weight mm-hmm. there was just something about when he said like see you soon that was ominous as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and then you see like all the fucking timelines just splitting in the universe. I was yeah. like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, no, that that was really dope. What uh, what do you guys think? Do you think we're gonna see more of Jonathan Majors before we see him? Hell yeah! In before we see him in Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, do you think we'll see other versions of him? So. I think yeah. so. I think for I think as an actor, I think what a gift of a role because he could literally play it so many different ways mm-hmm. every single time right yeah because we're not i mean i don't think i feel like it's gonna be a while before we get the full kang which is supposed to be what we're getting in Ammon and the yeah. wasp so from and that comes out what 20 20- is it 23 
Yeah, I think it's 23. No, I don't think it's next exactly. year. Exactly. Don't, I don't think it's next year. It might be 23. Ooh, man. Yeah. And, man. And what a gold mine they found with him. Yeah. What other actor can, I mean, very few actors can give you multiple personalities of the yeah. same character. Yeah. Like yeah. Feb- February 17, 2023. So early yeah. 20. A couple Jeez. days before my birthday. Right. There you go. 23. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, you think we'll see other versions of this? Yeah, I think so. I don't know variant. where. I mean, yeah. where do you think we might see? I think we'll maybe uh, Doctor Strange we might okay. see something. Okay. okay, I think we'll see some version. Now, I mean, it's like it's different from like the looming like Thanos. Yeah, that was like behind the curtain. Now right. It's yeah. like they can play it so many different ways by having. If not, if not, uh, Jonathan Majors himself, maybe we'll see like. Just things that King has changed. Okay. You know, like like those little teasers that were in that world that um Oh in the in the void? Yeah, in the void. Like yeah. you know, you saw the Avengers building and it wasn't owned by it wasn't owned by uh the Avengers, it was owned by K- Q Tech. Yeah, it was Kang, yeah. it was Kang, right? K, was, yeah. yeah, and that's like owned by Kang. Yeah. Or a version of Kang. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Isn't also um isn't there like an Iron Iron Lad? Iron Lad, yeah, Iron yeah, Lad, yeah. They'll definitely probably see yeah. him too. Yeah. I mean, especially since we're, we're getting those hints of Young Avengers. Exactly. Might. Yeah. But do you think if we're getting Iron Lad, do you think we'll get Jonathan Majors playing? I think they would get like a child actor. Get a de age him. Yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> probably get like a child. I would hope not. I would. Yeah. They'll get a child. Like actor a child actor. Different actor. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did like. That's another thing we about this about loki is that we talked about this last time and i feel like we're now everything we sort of theorized then we can we can it's confirmed now is that anything is possible now mm-hmm. like remember i remember you said something along the lines of like now they can cast a whole other iron man actor to do another iron man because now everything is possible you know yeah. um and it just kind of when that world opened up, it's like, okay, so now every single Marvel movie is canon. Yeah. Especially with seeing all that shit thrown around. It sounds like the fuck. Danny Gordy, too. That was funny, though. He's like, ah! <laughs> That's funny. Sounds like Gremlins. Yeah. Sounds like Gremlins. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm like, if anything, now I'm just excited for the potential. Like, if anything, what that did was just like it just opened up the world. My only thought against Loki is that I feel like they did abandon his story just to give us that setup. Sacrifice worth it. True, but there was like, I mean, there's, I mean, I guess there's something about like seeing this this villain have this sort of redemption arc and kind of kind of knowing himself fully and then all of a sudden it's just like oh wait there's a other thing bigger than you mm-hmm. but I, I still think he got his redemption i think we True. got to see a side of loki where it wasn't just mischief for the sake of mischief mm-hmm. and there was there was intention behind it and there were there was some moral value compass right working right um and i don't think that's gone I mean, yeah. I think it's just it's just to scale. Well, you know, the thing is, it's not that I'm against. It's not that I was didn't like it, but this actor, what's his name? Is it Richard E. Grant, the older mm-hmm. old Loki? Yeah. I feel like he gave us that sort of redemption instead of a, instead of them giving it to um, 
Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Like he had that. This Richard E. Grant had that sort of like, I regret everything I did in life. I love my brother and stuff like that. Like, I feel like they gave, they took away that from Tom Hiddleston to give it to the actor. Richard E. Grant. Yeah, Richard E. Grant. Yeah. yeah. In a way, in a way, I guess. Yeah. But now that we have Loki season two, you know, it might expand on that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. 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 Um, I, was about to, I was about to say something else about Loki. Um, you know what's crazy? Sorry. Not, I don't want to, so you keep thinking about what you're going to say. Yeah. But I was going to say that, like, thank God for like, like channels like new rock stars because i feel like they all the extra work that we would take to try to research all this shit yeah, yeah. they just they like it for aggregate it for you and you're just like all right cool like i got it i figured yeah. it out yeah 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 whenever i talk to people i just tell them like yeah just look at this same way yeah same way it's like because even me like even i learn new shit from oh, them for sure. yeah they have a whole team yeah yeah, yeah. i wonder just a Pause it on. I wonder how many people they have. To, do you think? Uh, I forgot the main guy's name. Uh, Eric. Do you Eric think he's the one doing everything? I don't think so, <laughs> but I, I, they do. I, they do have a team. Okay. They do for sure have a team. Like, I don't think it's the same for every YouTube channel. But I recently saw this studio tour for this YouTuber called um, Marcus Brownlee. He's like a tech mm-hmm. YouTuber mm-hmm. or whatever. He did like a, a tour of his office and everything. He literally has like 10 guys on his staff. Yeah. And on camera, it's just him. And yeah. I was just like, oh, now it makes sense why everything looks yeah. amazing and perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's like 10 guys. You got to remember, man, this is not, this is not 2010 10. 10 yeah. YouTube. Like, yeah. This is, these, these channels are businesses. Yeah, they're full on media and companies. And they're media companies. Yeah. Full, even the ones you don't like. Yeah. Even the. Even the annoying kid who's like doing pranks in a McLaren. Yeah. Like, he's a fully functioning yeah. business. Big up to you, you rock stars. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to them. So, yeah, the, these yeah. are, and I wouldn't be surprised if like we come to an era where these are respectable media companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, give them five or 10 years and yeah. there'll be plenty of stuff sprouting. <laughs> right. Actually, five or 10 years is way too long. Right. Like, two years a year. Right. And th- there will be full on. You know, media companies starting yeah. from that. I, I've realized, like, growing into my old head phase, of yeah. just like don't don't count anything out. Yeah. Don't don't roll your eyes at anybody. No, not at all. They're gonna. There's something there. Yeah. No, but to answer your question, I really do think he has a team. Yeah, it's definitely not just like him. Um, because the 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 speed as what are like at what they put out. Yeah. Is insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like Dave's first watching it. Yeah. Damn, and the uh screen crush guy yeah i like him too. yeah them too yeah yeah, yeah. both uh, you guys good work <laughs> shout out to you yeah um what else any i mean any other thoughts on loki besides that, that hasn't been said already online and or just opinions or anything uh i mean it's got me ready it got me more excited for um for what if for, nope. yes, actually, yes 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 <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say it has got me more excited for what if because at first, I was like, "Well, what does this have to do with mm-hmm. anything?" But yeah. now, yeah, watching it that, it has to do with everything. Yeah. So I'm like, "Okay, now I kind of yeah. care about this a lot more." Yeah, and it's got me more excited about multiverse of madness because now mm-hmm. Loki is going to be in that too. Yeah, and oh yeah, he is going to be in. Yeah, that's right. So he's yeah. going to be in that, and yeah, I just feel like we might see Kang in that too in some way. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of things are. Ex- uh, I'm excited. That def- that multiverse, I feel, is going to be. Um, sort of the civil war of this phase where it's like, it's not an Avengers movie, but it's like has half of the Avengers in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be at that level where it's going to, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. yeah. Um, Black Widow, we didn't even talk about. Yeah. We didn't have a, we didn't have a chance to talk about. What did you guys? You know what? Think of it all. <laughs> After just watching, uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. About it. I, I like it a little less. <laughs> you like it a little less. Okay. No, I, I still like it. I mean, I like it, but you know what? I don't think just him talking about it, but also watching uh, Suicide Squad, which we'll get into in a second. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just felt just kind of okay. It just didn't. It, it just followed the same type of the formula. Formula. You know? True. True. It had that same type of formula where it was like, okay, it's her she's doing this and then third act she's gonna fight a version of herself you know i feel like what brought it like okay so i think what elevated it for me was florence Pugh, yelena no yeah i liked it she she it made it it almost made it feel like it was her movie her and uh david harbour yeah david harbour yeah he was good in it but i feel like she definitely was like she was the young gun she was the one that's like this is who we're setting up and that made it a much better movie for me um in terms of overall, I wish this would have come out before Endgame. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Time and wise. I, I, didn't, time and wise. I didn't dislike it. I, I just think I like it a little bit less than when I first watched it. I did appreciate how grown up it was in terms of the subject yeah. matter. Like some of the shit they're talking about are like child trafficking and like mm-hmm. forced, you know, history. Like it, it's, 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 I was like kind of taken aback of like how frank they were with all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I mean, and it definitely set a tone that was outside of like the Marvel yeah. we're used to, which yeah. I think is great. Right. You know, another thing it was giving me was like the whole, the, the, the old guy villain. I don't remember his name. Oh, um, Drakeoff. Drakeoff. Yeah. 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 Drakeoff. <laughs> uh, that's what that was his name, right? I think so. I that's just remember Drakeoff's awesome. daughter. Yeah. So I'm guessing yeah. his name was Drakeoff. Yeah. Um, I just remember like dude from the departed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but how, like he was on some real casting couch vibes at the yeah, end yeah. of the movie where yeah. it was like <laughs> yeah. uh he's even kind of dressed like a douchey yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh they were they were saying that yeah, yeah like, they were giving that Weinstein vibe yeah, type of thing. That's what, were, exactly yeah. it was giving me real Weinstein vibes. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like a bunch of young girls trapped in his yeah. thing. Like, exactly. It's like you can't hit me if you can smell me type yeah. of thing. Well, right. <laughs> that yeah. was that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, when he said that, when he said like the pheromone thing, I was like Damn, that's yeah. that's some like insidious shit, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and his little like evil lab in the sky, and, yeah, like, very Doctor Evil vibes, yeah, yeah. It was giving me a real casting, especially looking at his office, and mm-hmm. it was like a little creepy, it's a little creepy, yeah. yeah, yeah. So wait, so what do you think is gonna happen? Do you think they're just gonna go and rescue all those Black Widows now? No, I think they're all they're all free now. Are they all free? Yeah, they they no, used there was the, more on the list, like on the screen. I'm oh, sorry. Oh yeah, on the screen, like on the like, they but, said all over the world. But didn't they all get like smoke? Like it's the only red, the ones in just in, the ones that were there in so fighting. Is there, is there no more red smoke? <laughs> I think we can cook some up. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought they were gonna. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I guess that's what. Uh, well, she knows she gave her one to like synthesize. Yeah, yeah. that's what exactly. it is. Yeah. So maybe they're gonna use that. Yeah. She's like, here's a recipe. And I'm sure we're gonna. I have a feeling we might see uh, one of those Black Widow chicks in Shang Chi, maybe. maybe oh in yeah. The, in cool. the tournament thing that's going yeah. On. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Speaking of Shang Chi, we're a month away from it. We're a month away. Exactly. If it doesn't get pushed back or Oof, something, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Um, I, I think they're going to end up releasing it on Disney Plus now. I thought it already was going to be. On no, Plus. it was saying only in theaters. Damn, only Black Widow got that. But, short end of but the now, stick, but now I think it, they're going to. Yeah. You know the way that. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, everything's I, gone. It it seems so obvious to me, but I guess I never heard it put into words. Mm-hmm. 
I was watching Matt Damon's Hot Ones. Okay. That just came out. And the guy, Sean, asked him, why have movies changed? And he had a very concise answer. He said, before streaming, you had two chances to make your money. Mm-hmm. And now you only get one shot to make your money back. And he's like, before when we were, we would do a theatrical release and then it could make some money. And then we knew we were going to have a DVD home movie release mm-hmm. that was going to catch us up to whatever our goal was if it wasn't a complete blowout. Yeah. And he's like, that's now obsolete. We have one shot to make our money. So when you have like this cool idea and it costs, you know, 50 million to make, like, you have to make sure it's right. And I think that's completely changed. And I think at least our generation, we've lost a certain type of movie Mm -hmm. that people would have taken risks on. Like what they call the the mid-budget drama. Exactly. Yeah, because I am like sometimes on the Criteria channel, I'm just looking at some of these movies. And some of these storylines are just basic ass like man woke up and hated his life. It's like the most basic storyline, but they made a whole fucking movie out of it. It's like, so yeah, we did... I mean, I feel like most of that stuff goes to streaming now, especially mm-hmm. like Netflix. But they're for, like you said, they're forced to sort of like have to. There has to be something like a twist or something that has a. Or there has to be just like a huge star. Yeah, they can yeah. put it on the back. I think another place where that type of uh, entertainment lives now is more so in TV shows. In TV shows, like uh, the whole like yeah deep drama yeah like because like it's, it's it's slowing down. It's a little dead and yeah as yeah. far as. Big yeah, yeah. Like, what, what was the one the that uh, show that came out last year with uh, Nicole Kidman that we oh, were talking oh, about? Uh, undoing, the undoing. The un- was, was it undoing? The, the undoing? Undone, unsummed. Yeah, I think it was the undoing. Anyway, movie like that would have been like an erotic thriller from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like, it would have been a movie. That yeah, would have been some eyes wide shut. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you're right. It lives on TV now, which in a way it's kind of good for writers because they could stretch their wings and stuff, but it sucks because then I feel like, you know, we don't get our like one and done. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. I like just sitting down for like 90 minutes to two hours, just watching a interesting story. Yeah. You know, not everything needs to be, you know, in a big screen and I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I I get, I get what you mean. And yeah, I saw that interview and I thought that was really very well informed. Yeah. Yeah. I I like Matt Damon interviews because I feel like he, he understands filmmaking from so many different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Um, that he, he always has some interesting tidbits. Mm-hmm. I want to, um, did you guys see the trailer for that? Uh, it's called The Last Duel with him and Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, looks good. I'm excited for that one. I have not seen it. No? Mm-mm. Did you see the Ghostbusters trailer? I did. That looks fun. It looks yeah. fun. Yeah, it looks well, real I'm excited fun. about that. Yeah. I guess for me, it's like, I'm just glad that um, it's Ivan Reitman's son that's directing it. Mm-hmm. And it's Jason Reitman, which I yeah. like too. So I think it's he's going to put great care into it. So, But that does look exciting. Yeah. It looks like it's the same monsters from the first movie. Yes. Yeah, it does. It does. Or ghosts. Yeah. You should definitely watch the movies that made us. Ghost I saw that. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll watch so it. So good. Yeah. But yeah, it looks, like the, it looks like the same ghosts. And uh, it looks like the original ones, are, deeds are going to be in it. Yeah, you see, like the the some toy leak came out and it had like the old. Oh, really? Yeah, it had like the the old Ghostbusters. They what? Well, like Bill at, Murray and all them at the end of the yeah. So probably yeah, they are because I think at the end of the trailer, I think Dan Aykroyd. That was Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah is in it. Yeah, that's fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks good. 
there's a lot of really good movies out. Like I, I mean, have you guys gone to the theater lately? Just the we, we, we went to we see saw Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Suicide Squad. Oh, you oh, guys wait. saw it in the theater? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I saw it at home. Yeah, I watched wait, it at home uh, too. What What did you think of Green Knight? I think we derailed before you oh, said anything. So that's the thing. So I thought it was a beautiful film, and the cool thing about it is that I, I was watching it very objectively and just sort of like just taking it all in without any kind of weird, you know, uh, just preconceived notions of what was going to happen, right? And I hadn't, I, I was not familiar with the, with the, with the poem, but I do, didn't know that it was that. Um, I thought if you're watching it and you're having some shit in your life, like, oh man, I need to get my shit together. It, it'll hit you. Cause the whole kind of point in the movie is like, this guy is this, he's not a knight yet, but he just like, likes to go to the fuck around with girls and drink every night and like mm. not be honorable. And he pretty much gets sent on this mission that sort of makes him question his yeah, choices. The in hero's life. journey. Yeah. The, basic hero's journey i thought that was cool but i feel like it got lost in its own beauty in terms of that where it's just like oh this is a beautiful imagery yeah and i'm gonna make it super ambiguous art kind of eclipse yeah exactly and you saw it in theaters i saw it in theaters because i heard that it was a beautiful film so i was like Mm -hmm. let me go watch it on a big screen um yeah i thought it was cool but i hated that i had to had to go and research it after the fact yeah (laughs) you know makes sense yeah but I think I don't. I wouldn't watch it again. I'd watch it at home again, but not in a theater again. Um, Noted. Should we get to the meat and potatoes? Yeah, let's get to Suicide Squad. You gotta be kidding me! You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. This is coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully, Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire! Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were going to save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Blood sport. Um, well, before, before we jump fully into it, so uh, if you are listening to this or if you're consuming us uh, on, like, Apple Podcasts or, or the audio version of this... Um, if you stick around, there's an interview that I did with this great artist named Echo, um, where we talked a lot about um, his career, how he handled the pandemic, um, and uh, how he actually did a song called Suicide Squad on his latest album um, that actually was co-written with Boss Logic. Amazing. Which I had no idea Boss Logic was a writer. So if you stick around um, after this episode, you'll the interviews at the tail end of this. So enjoy that. Check that out. Um, So yeah, let's jump into Suicide Squad. Um, which we have playing in in the background right now, which I think is good because we could reference things that we see. Um, Julian, what'd you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was, um, it was not predictable, even though of course you expect everyone to like be killed in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, It was funny. It was violent. (laughs) Um, I mean, I kind of, for the most part, when I originally heard, James Gunn was doing it. I was like, oh, that's perfect. That makes so much sense because mm-hmm. he did so good with uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Both of them. And yeah, I, I thought it was a really, really fun movie. It was a f- and I will get into it more, but I, I uh it it uh I really liked the third act a lot. I yeah. thought it was like, Yes, it was it was so well done. I'll come I'll come back into that, but yeah. I thought it was like it was really earned. Yeah, like the way it ended and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was dope. Yeah, it was dope. What do you think of it? You I loved said. it. I, I, I think it's if this if they could set this tone. Obviously, it doesn't have to be as silly. Mm-hmm. But 
if they can set this like cinematic tone for whatever DC does next, like they'll be okay because to have this many actors and no one kind of overshadowing anyone mm-hmm. and everyone kind of doing that like harmonious dance of, of when they're entertaining. Yeah. That's really hard to do. Right. And that that's, I guess, credit to, to James, Jones, yeah. the director to be able to like have such a balanced cast. Um, and and bring something out of them, and it was it was funny. We were laughing the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Yeah, there were, there were so many things that were like so over the top, and they ended up being still made sense. Yeah, um, yeah, detachable arm kid for life. <laughs> detachable arm kid. Uh, weasel. A weasel. Weasel. Weasel made me feel weird. <laughs> it, it just. It was. It was uncomfortable. Oh I don't. There was something about. Everybody was like, "Fuck that guy." I think it was like the long arm, short torso thing, just where he's like just like, he, Ew. He, yeah. It was, it was and he was like, had no clothes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really I think weasel made everyone feel weird. When it was like <laughs> everyone was uncomfortable. Um, yeah, like polka dot man like you know like so just to kind of i was his name melvin milton 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 was the the regular human right yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was funny yeah like just the characters that they brought i mean suicide squad it's always a bunch of like d-list off-brand like characters but like just the way they were used like polka dot man was like such a cool character even the way his even his powers were cool i was like holy shit like but they sound stupid as hell like yeah it was almost like a modern day mystery men yes you remember that yeah Yeah, i remember that yeah yeah it was but i mean like all i mean you're right all credits to james gunn because i mean like he made us care off of one movie about a talking tree and a fucking raccoon yeah Mm -hmm. from characters that i had no idea about they were like so bottom of the barrel and so like you know when he you know obviously the unfortunate situation of why he even got into suicide squad was because they tried to cancel him he got fired by disney dc swooped right in and were like do whatever the fuck you want yeah yeah it seems like like with with the first suicide squad it seemed like warner brothers was really like hands on hands on and making yeah air they they fumbled that i the i feel like david air did what he did and he i i i still even though he gave us the tax collector which i'm not a big fan of he i'm a big fan of his work regardless like he did a great job with fury remember Mm -hmm. that one movie Mm -hmm. so i trust i trusted his judgment where wb fucked up was the whole like debacle where like they made the trailer company trailer park edit the movie Mm -hmm. And it just fucked up that whole flow of a movie and yeah, took yeah. out a bunch of shit. So I think that the original vision of this was that was probably great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the good thing. The thing I appreciated about this Suicide Squad is that James Gunn sort of took what the pieces of the original one. And he was like, let me just construct my version mm-hmm. without really taking away. Because I remember when they originally cast Idris Elba. I think there was like a rumor that he was going to be dead shot. I think yeah. a lot of people. Th- I think a lot of people thought, yeah. thought that. Yeah. But I'm glad. Like, oh, black guy with a helmet. And can shoot things really good. Yeah. Good so, but, yeah. So I'm really glad that they, that James Gunn was like, no, like left those windows open mm-hmm. for the stuff from before, you know? Um, but I thought it was great too. I thought he, he made it his own without turning it into like DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Cause yes, there was like, those musical cues with really great music, but it wasn't as prominent 
as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I thought there was going to be. It wasn't like a music movie. Exactly. And I think that yeah. that let Guardians of the Galaxy be, be its, its own, own thing. thing. Yeah. Um, and also, Margot Robbie is just good at She's Harley Quinn. Incredible. And I, I think a lot of people have been talking about everybody else. Yeah. Like, Everything she's in, yeah. whether it's a good movie or a bad movie, yeah. like she brings Harley Quinn yeah. to life. She's never she's never fucked up. And any yeah. and any Harley Quinn, like anytime Harley Quinn has made an appearance, she's always just been at her fucking A game. Um and that's a great thing. She's had like what how many movies? So Suicide Three. Squad. Three. Yeah. So this is their her third time as Harley Quinn. What was uh, your favorite part of the movie? Because I I feel like mine's about to come up. Really? Oh. When, when they realized that they killed oh, all the they, people that were on that had me dying. That had me dying. We enjoyed. We're like, oh shit. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I I even liked. Um, I mean, all the characters are really good. I liked uh, Joel Kinnaman. Kinnaman. Yeah, I, I thought I, he was really good in it. And I I'm usually not that big of a fan. I don't know. Maybe it's because of RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. He was I fucking RoboCop. RoboCop. Bothered a lot. Of yeah, yeah, I forgot he was fucking RoboCop. Usually, I'm, I'm like, eh. But I really liked him in this. I thought he was good. I actually cared about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I actually cared Same. about him. Yeah. And, and, like, I, I, like, even, like, when, you know, spoilers, when he yeah. gets yeah. killed off, yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of bummed because I was hoping that he'd come back for yeah, another one. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all the characters brought some, like, uh, Peacemaker was really dope. Yeah, uh, and it was such a good. John Cena was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he was incredible. As, uh, yeah, and the, the the pace of his reveal was so good. Yeah, because like it wasn't a sharp turn. Yeah, it's kind of like it was a gradual it was sort a of gradual growth. Into yeah, like oh, this is our end. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what just wait? What do you mean? The so Peacemaker like, sort of because, being revealed like, as the other sort of the bad guy. guy. Yeah, because like, yeah. of his whole life. It wasn't yeah. Like a, it was him. It was like a good like. Yeah, it, it made sense for his character too. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't such a shocker. Yeah. Right. Because even he's been setting himself up as like, yeah, I'll do anything for peace. Yeah. Right. Even kill. You know what I mean? Right. right. Which gets me excited for his show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at first, like, I mean, we're spoiling. If you're listening to this, you've yeah, already you seen it. Have. But like originally, like when I thought he died, I was like, oh, the show's gonna be a yeah, prequel. prequel. Yeah. But now that he turned up alive at the end credits, I'm like, oh, okay, so it's yeah. definitely gonna follow whatever happens next. Right. Yeah. You know, so is Weasel. So is Weasel. So is Weasel. Gross has Weasel. That'd, that'd be funny <laughs> if they bring him back for the Peacemaker show. I just wanted to like just run by the screen. They actually, want. you know, now that I think about it, he might come back because uh, James Gunn's brother played yeah. Weasel. Yeah, that's funny. He keeps his brother pay. Did you see? By the way, did you see his brother played Calendar Man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed it. Holy when I shit! It again, because I, I was like, oh, when I saw it originally, I was like. Which character has those the letters tattoo, around yeah. his head? And then I saw it again. I was like, oh, he's playing Calendar Man. Which I hope that, like, <laughs> now that he's Calendar Man in this, I'm like, now they can fucking use him for a Batman movie. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, my favorite part, I guess, um, yeah, that part right here where they kill everybody. But I really <laughs> liked, I really liked Harley's escape. Yes. When that she escapes, really dope it was, piece. Yeah. she always, like, we were talking about Margot Robbie delivering. She delivers on all her fight scenes. Like, one of my favorite parts of Birds of Prey was where she, she she goes into the police station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all her, when she does, like, all her acrobatics and, yeah, she did an amazing I heard job. she yeah. tries to do them, her, a lot yeah. of it herself, too. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, she, she yeah, that was, escape was crazy. It was really tight. It was really yeah. beautifully shot. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the choice of the villain? And now we're at the we're st- talking about the the star, the, the, the main the villain. Kaiju over here. God, fucking kaiju. <laughs> um, no, nah, I thought that was that's what I'm saying. Is like it was super earned at the end, where it was like, okay, it's gonna be the big 
thing mm-hmm. yeah. that's gonna destroy. But I thought it was kind of cool. It was just like, you know, this fucking weird starfish mm-hmm. that possesses that, that possesses people exactly. Yeah, I like especially because you, it, it, you know, this this is like what I was trying to say about like the Marvel movies. It's like, you know, we're so used to okay, first act. They were, we're going to introduce whatever the hero is. Mm-hmm. The second act is, you know, the, we're going to see the villain. We're going to, the problem is, yeah. we're going to find the problem. The third act is going to be the villain versus the hero. Mm-hmm. And we know how that. Yeah. This felt a little different, especially also because I felt like a lot of it didn't seem crazy CGI'd a lot. Yeah. It seemed like yeah, a very lot practical. of like real practical set piece yeah. a lot. A lot of the times, I mean, of course not. This big starfish, but that's why I was like, okay, the whole movie was very set piece regular, and then they gave us yeah the Mm -hmm. big CGI monster. (laughs) That was so weird every time. Like that that was hilarious. That was that was, and I love that whatever the actress that they chose, like literally dressed up as every single fucking character. Yeah, no, but I I thought uh, what's his name Star Starro Starro the Conqueror. I thought that was a cool villain to use. Like yeah. Especially because, like, that's that's actually like the first villain that the uh, Justice League fight in the comic books. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, like, but I, I didn't think they were ever gonna. I, <laughs> I I never thought like that it would work. Yeah. That it would work. Yeah. But, you know, it works for this because it's yeah. such a weird out wacky. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. You know what I thought was gonna happen, and I want to get to the to talk about the third act right now. But what I thought was gonna happen randomly was like, fuck, how are they gonna kill this guy? Because it's only like. I think four of them at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how are they going to fucking kill? And I really thought there was going to be this random shot of like Superman in the distance, just flying in, and destroying just, it and just flying away. And, and then that's how it would end. That would be actually hilarious. I thought that, that was because not even show Henry Cavill, <laughs> just literally show Superman in the distance. You don't yeah. even get a focus on him. And then just him flying away. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. But like, no, um, the third act, you're right. It did like the good thing about it is that it, it raised the stakes even more. Because what a lot of these other movies do is like the stakes already raise in the end of the second act and you know what they have to do to get there. And this one, you got to the third act and you're like, okay, shit is going on. Now even more shit is happening. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do we get out of this mm-hmm. one? And I really enjoyed it because it really kept that roller coaster aspect of what a story should be or a big movie like this should be. Um, so it was an exciting third act and it didn't feel predictable. Like, well, because even the fact that I was still questioning how they were going to get out of this one. Same. Yeah, so I, I've always loved the dynamic of like a tower, mm, mm. or like the the. I mean, it's been used, but yeah, the type of thing where like different things are going on at different yeah. levels, mm-hmm. and we're watching them going up. And yeah, down. yeah. Like, I've always thought that's such a cool trope. Yeah, um, to use. So like, um, what's that movie? The raid. The raid, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that that's another thing I also liked about the movie is uh the way he. The timing of the movie, how it was like, okay, this didn't happen at this time. Like, even mm-hmm. how it started from the beginning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, oh, no, let's go back. Eight minutes before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was yeah. good. Playing with time was really good. Yeah, the and that's dangerous time. to do because it can get really confusing. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really well done to where it was just clean. Yeah. And I think, you know, what helped too was having the text within the movie. Yeah. yeah. It felt very like a comic book. Yeah. It felt right, like right. what you see in a comic book, like the the names are written in flames or something yeah, like right, I th- yeah. yeah i thought that was very unique was like and cleaning I, the toilet yeah like around that it. was cool or like when they say um operation i forgot what, operation something and then it erases and it, it goes operation Apple harley, harley. Yeah. yeah that was cool yeah no but all, all around i thought it was really dope i don't 
I don't know when we'll see any of these characters <laughs> again for a while. Because I mean, Harley's a survivor. I feel like she's all like you said. She's always the standout. But the good thing is that like all the other characters, she, it didn't just rely on her. Mm-hmm. You know what? It didn't just become like the Harley story or the Harley movie. Like everybody did their own thing, and I feel like she has her own arc. And even here, where like we're talking about it, where she's like with the this new guy that's trying to seduce her when she kills him, and she pretty much says like. I promised myself, like, if I saw a boyfriend that was, like, a murderer, I was going to kill him or something yeah. like that. And it shows, like, oh, she's really grown from the Joker toxic yeah. relationship. And she's really, like, it really sets up whatever next thing that she's going to do. Like, either her relationship with Poison Ivy or mm-hmm. something like You know what I mean? So, I really think, I hope we do see her. Because I thought they were going to make, like, a Gotham City Sirens movie mm-hmm. or something. I, I remember that being, like, one of those things. that Maybe we'll see her in the Batgirl movie. Is Batgirl set in this universe or in the new one? Who knows with DC at yeah. this point? Oh, wait, wait. I think, no, no, no. I think they DC's did. playing three card money. No, they are. <laughs> no, wait. I think they did say that J.K. Simmons was going to be in Batgirl. Yeah, they also said so, J.K. Simmons is the most continuous character man, yeah. of all comics. On all universes. So, yeah, maybe you should show up in that. Maybe. Maybe. Um, what when else? he got buff for no reason, and they were like, "You don't have to do <laughs> for like two seconds." Yeah, like, you gotta be wearing a trench coat. Yeah, he's like, "He's all doing, <laughs> doing insanity and shit." Yeah, P ninety eight. Yeah, P ninety eight for no reason. What was that? What was that Spartan shit that they would do? Yeah, the Spartan workout that he got in shape. But they're like flipping tires for no reason. Nothing to do with this movie. He's like, "You're not gonna fight anybody, bro." He had one scene behind the desk. And even, you know, it's funny, even in the Snyder cut, I was like, oh, maybe there's more scenes. No, he literally is just a walking and talking scene. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's like, but I look great, didn't I? Yeah. Like, you did. Yeah. JK. You did. Oh, man. But, I, you know, I don't know. Like the, the cool thing about it is that it does open up what DC could be. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's always disappointing is that, like, I hope they don't break my heart again. Sort of I thing. Mean, <laughs> it's a toxic relationship that we it have. Really, it really like, is. Every once in a while, they give us something that's a glimmer of hope of, mm-hmm. of what the universe could be. Yeah. Um, so consistency is key. Yeah. See. Do we want to uh, talk about why it's doing so bad in the box office? Because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a confusing time for yeah. movies. Because, right. Like we we went to a screening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is, is it? It's playing in theaters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It is. And then it's free here. yeah it's free on hbo like that's technically it, not but it kind of is if you're gonna if you're gonna give people the option to go to a theater i don't think you should ever ever give them the option to watch it at home at the same time mm. those two things because you're for everyone who's on the fence they're always just gonna be like well i'll watch it at home mm-hmm. and you're taking away such a big and i feel like even if you give them a little bit like hey it's in theaters for the first month mm-hmm. that'll get enough people to be like well i want to watch it yeah but if you bring them out at the same time like that you're shooting yourself in the foot yeah it is you said like you said it's a really confusing th- time and i feel like wb made that choice when when we thought we were all going to be inside forever mm-hmm. which makes sense but i felt like it was such a drastic choice that like halfway through the year, they were like, well, we can't really turn back now. Yeah. And I feel like everybody would remember everybody was on fucking club clubhouse talking, <laughs> talking about how theaters will never exist again. And we're like, hold on. Like the world didn't end. Like, yeah. We still like theaters. Yeah. But I think everyone was making such an effort to try to get ahead of this mm-hmm. that they got, they overshot it. Yeah. And I think theaters are, are still cool. Yeah. 
Um, I really want, I mean, I wonder, because the thing is like, I'm hearing two things and I guess it's evidence of like how, you know, media companies just try to be biased about certain things. But like on one side, I'm seeing some reports like, oh, it's an amazing, well-received movie. And then another one is just like, it sucks because it's down at the box office and shit. So I feel like too, I feel like it's getting that kind of attention because it is a big known movie because i'm curious like but how also, did the conjuring like the conjuring also, came out at home and, exactly you know there's also not one perception mm-hmm. like perspective is everything and i remember i was watching uh this is completely unrelated but it'll make sense when i finish <laughs> uh this title the creator interview with hot 97 great interview. It's a recent one right yeah, yeah great interview and he was talking about perspective and he's like you'll see someone post either a new album and you'll like look at the comments and the first 10 comments you see are like, oh, this shit's weak, oh, this mm-hmm. shit's weak, oh, this shit's trash, oh, this shit's trash. Mm-hmm. And then you haven't even heard it. Yeah. But you go out and you're, and someone goes like, oh, did you hear so-and-so put out an album? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I heard people aren't fucking with it. Yeah. And now like this thing is being passed along as, uh, as a as truth fact. or as a fact. Right. And yeah. Like, and I guess you're right and wrong mm-hmm. because in your bubble or maybe your just group of friends didn't like it. So now it's like, oh, the streets didn't like it. Like your four <laughs> friends are yeah. the unanimous approach right. to the streets. So I think it's I think the same thing's happening with films where like, you know, we could like it. Mm-hmm. And then there could be a group of people who are like, oh, like it was too much. And then mm-hmm. they tell someone they're like, oh, I heard people thought it was too yeah. much. And like so and I think because like even Rotten Tomatoes and all those things like they've kind of lost their luster as far as like yeah. the gauge. Cause I remember like when you heard something is great on Rotten Tomatoes, you were like, Oh, it's good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there was like a uniform response. Right now it's, I've disagreed and it's yeah. like, and it'll always say like 80 critics, 40 audience. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Like it's so different. <laughs> right. Like, and so is it good? Like right. just tell me if it's good. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead. I think another part about it is probably cause like, the other Suicide Squad probably just gave left a bad taste for in sure. his mouth. It's like, but it was the same thing with that. Like honestly, like if you, tr- okay, like I went to go watch it and I didn't see any of the comments. And for me, I'm such a sucker for connectivity in the universes that the fact that Batman was in it mm-hmm. was so cool to me. And like I enjoyed, I was like, all right, cool. This is just an off story, and I enjoyed it for that reason. I hated that they cut out the Joker mm-hmm. for an expen- extended period of time, but th- I feel like that's what happened with those movies is that because five, 10 people said, Oh, it's, I thought it was trash. Then it built that consensus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like, I feel like with this one, it's having much more, much more positive few people, but I'm just like, it's maybe, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's positive in our bubble. But right. It's, exactly. It's almost like consensus has its own marketing. Right. And the idea of how it's perceived is it's, it's like a separate thing. Right. And it's either like, it's cool to make fun of. Right. Or it's cool to like it. That's a big thing, too. It's like be, things being cool to be like it being cool to make fun of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that. I mean, it definitely hurts movies a bit. And of it course. hurts like the discourse because there's no actual discussion. It's just more of like course. everything is a fucking meme now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like we, we also can't tell. Like my first thought is to go, man, so many people put blood, sweat and tears into this project. Absolutely, yeah. And especially since we've kind of worked in these industries, we mm-hmm. know how hard it is oh, for sure. to make something and finish it. Right. That you're like, nah, like you can't just disrespect these people and just like brush it off on a whim. Right. But we do it all the time. Right. And at the end of the day, no one's watching it going like, oh, like 
the gaffer was great. Right. Just like, is it good <laughs> or is it bad? And like, yeah. And, and I think it's a, it's kind of like an easy bake, like express opinion mm-hmm. rather than giving things the respect of giving them a thorough opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's where we are now. And but, I, my, my rant isn't going to fix that. But th- that was another thing too. And like this happened during this, when space jam came out, the new one, we didn't, we didn't get a chance to talk about it we're on the show, but we're not really going to talk about it. But I kind of was annoyed at the discourse that was happening because it didn't allow for discussion because people kept brushing it off as like, well, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. And my, my criticism was some of the references references in the movie no fucking kid is going to get him. And it's not even done in a way like Animaniacs used to do. Mm. Animaniacs used to adapt adult content for kids to consume, like the Goodfellas. I, yeah, yeah. I never saw the Goodfellas until like after I had known about Animaniacs. Yeah. yeah. So they adapt it. Here in Space Jam, in Space Jam, they just toss everything in. And so my argument was like, well, who is this for? Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's for kids. Well, like, no, this Space Jam was clearly made. For nostalgia purposes, mm-hmm. for people who grew up with the one in '96, no, and because there was this, there was no, there was no room for like argument with it for some reason, and I felt like I was like, okay, there needs to be. I was like, I'm not criticizing the movie. I thought it was well made, but there needs to be like a like a in between point where people can actually discuss it. Yeah, but also like not be like, oh, because LeBron made it, it's amazing. Like LeBron's great. I th- I didn't think he was that bad of an actor. In it. I'm not even criticizing his performance. Uh, but. That's my thought on, <laughs> on what you were trying to say. I feel you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> movies. movies. Um, <laughs> so um, what else? What else did we want to talk about with Suicide Squad? I mean, like, what do we I mean, I really enjoyed King Shark having such a prominent sort of role in this mm-hmm. and a role that I was like very, I actually got worried for him many times because I thought yeah, he was going to die. I definitely Same. thought he was going to be. Yeah. I, I thought with the little baby fishes. Yeah. When like, we start oh, eating him. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, he's done. There he yeah. Goes. I thought that too. Yeah. Cause I really want to see sort of like an adaptation of like the Harley Quinn animated series mm-hmm. with King shark as like her roommate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, Such we didn't talk movie. about, uh, the rat, Catcher, catcher so yeah she's the one who stole the show yeah she yeah. was she was like the cyborg of this one she yeah, was yeah. like the heart of the whole thing and I, I thought i mean even that 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 sort of ending where we kind of see the flashback to her and her dad who turns out to be fucking taika mm-hmm. um i thought that was great i thought her character taika as sweeney todd for some right reason. <laughs> <laughs> so random. that's true that's really true it's like wait, did you just make pinocchio what is yeah. in, like, like his clothing was yeah. like fucking uh, oliver twist yeah exactly yeah <laughs> what'd you guys think of her would you she was incredible yeah she was really dope she yeah. was really good that's right? another one of those villains when they froze. I was like that catch like why like, why <laughs> and then you know i thought it was cool i liked how she kept falling asleep like that was yeah, a yeah. funny that was a funny little quirk she had yeah, and she did steal the show. It's like she's the reason they won at the end, mm-hmm. with, uh, bringing in all the rats. Yep, I, I also how, really liked how what's his name had a fear of rats. rats. I, I thought just that was really that. that was so unique was too. Yeah. yeah, what's her name? I'm trying to like. Yeah, let's give her her credit. Uh, Daniela Mel- Melchior, Melchior or Melchior? I don't know where she's from. Melchior is Daniela. Daniela Melchior. Well, you were you were really good. You were fantastic. You. you. I like her. I like the the little power that she had yeah that was cool i enjoyed that um yeah she did a great job and i thought that that was like a really unique character and i hope i'm glad that she's still alive yeah 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 i'm glad they kept her i was kind of sad that uh what's his name died 
Rick Flag? No. Yes. Oh. No. Uh, the, uh, Polka Dot Man. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sad about that. Because, like, if, it, if you really think he wanted to die. Mm-hmm. He said That's it, true. He, he said in the beginning, he said he hoped so. And I thought, like, him being a suit, like, getting his whole, like, I'm a, I'm superhero. a superhero. I'm a superhero. Yeah, I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, yeah. man, he's out of there. Like, he got. See, I, I wanted that to be a redemption story. I wanted that to be like, <laughs> oh, he was, he was the one that was suicidal, right? And then ends up being like this kind of breakout, right? His name is David Desmalchian. He does a lot of stuff. He, he, great, yeah, he was an actor. He's an Ant Man. He was an yeah. Ant Man. He was in the Dark Knight. He was yeah. in the Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. He really has the corner on creepy. Yeah, characters. and he's like a nerd too. Like yeah. I've heard him on other podcasts before. He's like a straight. He's like a full on nerd. Love it. Yeah, which I'm glad that he's kind of in this world, kind of just playing all these characters. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. I like the scene with um, where uh, Peacemaker, uh, what's his name? What's Idris Elba's character? Uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport Blood and um, Rick Flag. They're all like sort of. Uh, in that truck and they flip it over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that was such a cool like yeah, yeah. Team. they're all military guys so yeah. they all know yeah i thought that was kind of a cool little teamwork scene um i don't know it was good it just was fucking fantastic yep yeah okay. I, I loved his his suit and like how oh everything, everything sort of is a gun together yeah that was everything cool. was, was like inspector guy. gadget yeah very, yeah and i love shit like that. didn't somebody call him that yeah. yeah, 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 and I like when he was like checking everything, and they were all exhausted. They were gone. Yeah, yeah, he exhausted every resource. Yeah. Um, see, I, I didn't even know. I couldn't even I tell. Didn't even notice that. Yeah, you, I think at that point you went to the bathroom, so oh, you didn't really okay. see that part. But I couldn't I'm even like, see that it was Taika. Yeah. I didn't like I, make that connection. I think I saw there was Taika. The suit is cool though. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was a. Uh, well, what do you guys rate it out of five stars? Mm, out of five. Mm. I definitely give it like a four. Oh, no, now I can see it's Taika. I give it like a four, four and a half. Yeah, I give it a four. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I, I definitely. Four. I'm not saying four and a half. Saying four. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Yeah. Four and a half because I feel like James Gunn did what he did with something that with I don't think. Resources. With limited resources. We didn't yeah. expect it. Um, I definitely hope that he does another one and brings in Bane. Mm-hmm. I really want to see him. Dave Batista Batista. wants to play Bane. Yeah, he would be great as Bane. Yeah, he would. Did you see Mantis was in this? Yes. Mm -hmm. She was like one of the the dancers. People I noticed when I watched it the second time, when I was looking at it the first one, I was like, she looks familiar. Yeah. And then the second I was like, oh, it's Mantis. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was like a dancer. Mm -hmm. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good four star movie. It was solid. Yeah. Yeah. It It was good. I'm glad. I'm excited. What to do? What's the next DC movie after this? Is it Flash? E, or maybe? I don't know. Think so, <laughs> they're DC's own multiverse movie coming out. Oh yeah, they have that. That they're filming that though. But I don't yeah. know if any DC. I don't know if they have anything like really upcoming. Well, Batman, but that's, that's oh yeah, that's not even part of the main. Let me see if I can pull it up. No, I don't see anything. Yeah, everything's 2022. You got Batman, you got Black Adam, you got The Flash, you got yeah. Aquaman, and you got Shazam in 2023. Okay, so it might it might be Black... No, it's not Black Adam. It has to be one of these, like either The Flash or Black Adam. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably... Yeah, it's Batman. Batman's the next one. Batman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you got their Disney... Or Disney. D, the HBO Plus stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is like the... Art. Blue Beetle. Blue, Blue Beetle. Oh, well, oh, by we the way, talk about that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Blue Beetle's going to be made. Is it going to be a movie? It's, it's going to be, be a movie. movie yeah. yeah. They got a kid from a... Uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you called, actually. I did call it, yeah. yeah. I mean, a, I, I didn't call concept. I just said that he would be really good at that. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Cobra Kai show. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. I like it. It is kind of funny, though, that you have Blue Beetle, a Latino superhero. You have uh, Batgirl, who's Dominican. And they're going to be relegated to HBO Max shows. And, and, and Supergirl. <laughs> and Supergirl, too. And Supergirl is, uh, isn't she? she I think she's Latina, yeah. She's Latina, too. Yeah. Damn. Run it up. I think Brit, that's Britney's friend. Yeah. Britney's yeah. Supergirl? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You got to try to get her on the show. Yeah. No, but no, it was good. It was good. I'm glad. I'm excited for the stuff that's coming up. I just had deja vu. Of what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just sitting here and with the dog in my hand. On a podcast? Yeah, on a podcast. <laughs> crazy. Um, what else? What else do we got? Is that sort of it? I, mean, I, I think that's it. Yeah. Yes, there's no Do you guys have anything to promote? No. Nothing? No. Go watch go, Kyle's. Go watch Kyle's video. <laughs> love, love yeah, you. yeah. Love. Yusuf is, 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 is in the directing field now. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm very happy for him. Thank you. Thank you. Finally. Uh, um, yeah, love me like you say you love me. Please. It was... <laughs> it was uh, Passion project. That was a lot of fun. I'm very proud of it. Exciting. Good. All right. And Julian's acting debut. Yes. Oh, he's, yes. The fu- he's the fucking. Yes, I am. He's the one who uh, caused everything exactly. in that music video. He's the catalyst. I'm the he's catalyst. catalyst. I'm, you know. He's the variant. The dot connector. He's the variant. He's, fuck, the conqueror he's the Julian the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. So yeah. So listeners, viewers, thank you again. And yeah, stick around after this. Uh, for my interview with Echo, uh, which was great because we talked about Sopranos and all this great stuff. Amazing. So, cool. Till next time. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, so how's it going, man? How are you? How's, how's, how's your trip been here in L.A.? It's good. It's been busy just, you know, doing the whole circuit type of thing meeting up and talking with a bunch of different people it's been cool though man it's nice to yeah get out and talk to people especially after yeah. the, the year we've had you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah it's been good how have you been sort of because i know a lot of artists sort of had their own way of sort of dealing with the isolation and sort of being at home and kind of with the whole promo circuit being so different now because of the past year how have you been sort of kind of doing that as far as the promo series goes, we're just handling the, the isolation. I guess a bit of both. I guess, you know, I, I guess yeah. you could get two answers out of that, right? Because it's like you yeah. get the personal aspect of it and the professional sort of, I almost want to call it panic because as a professional myself, it's just like there is like this sort of thing where you don't see the reception right away kind of thing yeah, when sure. you're kind of doing it live. So how has it been for you, I guess, professionally? Uh, you know, it's been a lot of trying different things and figuring out different ways to stay relevant and keep content moving and, you know, what you can do to kind of switch gears a little bit, I guess, and figure out how you can fit into where society is at the moment. You know what I mean? So if shows aren't happening, you're not doing things in person, it's more figuring out how I'm going to make this. Uh, so I guess I got to start doing stuff on TikTok. Or what's some different ways I can now reach people and be myself and still keep my career moving because 
I've worked a long time to, to get this career and I don't want it to stop now just because, you know, things in the world are, are a certain way. You have to learn how to pivot and do things a little differently. And so it's been a learning process, but it's also in a way a good thing because it, it taps into a different creative part of your brain. And we all know that like necessity is the mother of creation in a lot of times. So, you know, if you're forced inside, you're forced to be more creative and find different things out and, dig deeper yeah. to do different kinds of things and different ways to connect with fans that are, you know, not in person. So a lot of people will do live streams or stuff like that. I was doing, you know, a lot of live videos and always going live on my different social medias to try and connect with people and stay, just stay connected, even though you right. can't see them in person, you know? Right. It's that adapt. you kind of have to like adapt sort of thing. Yeah. You got to pivot. You have to adapt or die. <laughs> To put yeah. it in a very dramatic way. You know I mean? No, for sure. How has like, um, what kind of live streaming were you doing? Were you doing like Twitch? Were you doing like Instagram Live? Like, I was doing like Instagram Live, TikTok Live, Facebook Live, all that kind of, all my different socials I try to go live on as much just to stay as connected as possible. You know, and yeah. try and give back to the people that are also locked in their houses and want to feel connected and connect yeah. to the music, but give them a little extra. You know I mean? We built a, a really cool community around the music that a lot of people are very closely involved in. And so for me, perpetuating that by giving back as much as I can has always been important. Very cool. Um, what about personally? How is the, how is the isolation, you know, what? how has that kind of aided you in terms of like in your creation process i guess because like from what i hear from other artists not just music but you know filmmakers and photographers the isolation the 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 sort of emotions it brought up for some has really dramatically changed the kind of art that they output like how has that been for you what about for that in that sense and in the, the i guess in the more artistic sense as opposed to more of a commercial sense yeah i guess for a lot of people I know a lot of like friends of mine, colleagues that had a really tough time creating during this time. They weren't inspired. They weren't motivated. I mean, if you look at the last year, there were so many things that made it like things aren't great. Things suck right now. It's, and it's hard to create when you're in that shitty headspace with everything with the George Floyd thing and, and all in the pandemic and everything else that was kind of going on all at once. I really just made it like, what is there to talk about? I mean, there's so much to talk about that's so important. It's like, what do I have? What is my voice here? Like, what do I have to say? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, man, I don't have anything to say. I just need to sit back and kind of take it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it was also important for me to express myself, especially in those times, in the ways that I can. Music for me has always been an escape. And I think the best music comes from you know hard times and for me it's not because like you know these hard times unlock some sort of creative juices or something for me it's like when things are bad I need so much more desperately to escape and so I have to go deeper and further in yeah. so I, I can do that and I mean that's what I was able to do and I created a lot of music over the time I wasn't the type that was hindered it didn't hinder my creativity really at all. If anything, yeah. it lit a fire underneath me and I felt a, a big 
weight on my shoulders to create as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't really a bad thing for me creatively. It gave me yeah. a lot of time to kind of sit back and figure out what I wanted to say in different ways I could yeah. say it. I also realized that a lot of people are looking for escape right now, and I can offer that through my music, and I wanted to be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. No, I can see that. I can see that. Um, well, speaking of escape, like, what have you been? What have you been watching? Pretty much recently, like, what are what are what shows have you been consuming, or movies you've been consuming, or binging? Recently, I want to watch Suicide Squad so bad, but I haven't. I haven't been able to. Watch. I was going to watch it last night, but I didn't. Uh, I was so going to get shit. to that point. I was going to get to that hey, point sorry. about Suicide sorry, Squad, sorry. but tell me, tell me. I'll leave that. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Lately, I've watched I watched all you know all the Disney Plus shows. So Loki was great. I loved it. Currently working on a Loki song. Okay, uh, can you repeat that? Are you cut off for for a second? Oh, okay. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I just finished watching Loki just... a few weeks ago. Okay. It's amazing. It's my it's that's my favorite Disney Plus show, and it was the one I was looking forward to the most the entire time. Yeah. Um, the cat. I did the. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, all amazing. Lately, I've been watching a lot of Mad Men for some reason. I got into that show. I don't it, know why. That show's cool as shit, man. That That is like, that whole show is a fucking vibe. Like, it's, it's a it's slow like a, show, but it's just like, yeah. I, it's a show that I'd heard everybody talk about for a long time. But it's yeah. like last year, I think I got into Sopranos. I'd never watched Sopranos. <laughs> But, uh, See, I'm on the same boat as you. I just started watching them myself. Dude, it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. I was like, dude, James Gandolfini, his, portray- his portrayal of Tony Soprano, in my opinion, is like the best acting I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, his performance, there's like certain scenes where he like switches his emotions like four different times. It's like insane. Yeah. Uh, so I'm super looking forward to the, what is it, the States of Newark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, the, the many, people. many saints of Newark. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I also loved the last episode of Sopranos so much. Mm-hmm. And I know that was like a controversial thing when it came out, but when I watched it, I was like, "That was the greatest ending for a show ever." Honestly, ever. for me, for me, like I. So the funny thing is, like, I know of the ending. I, I still don't know how it took to get to that point, but I know of the ending. But everything I've heard about it, I just think like. There was no other way to end it. Anything else would have been disappointing. And I think, like, it disappointed people who just want more and more and can't accept that shows just have to end. And so I feel like a show like that, and to, to sort of jump back to what you were saying about uh, Gandolfini, that man is a presence, man. Like, he is just, like, he he is that show. And so, like... Yeah. I feel like the the way you could have ended that show with such a sort of larger than life type of person and character, it's the only way. It's literally yeah. the only way. Just end it. Just fucking end it. And that's how what well, they did, you know? When you watch back, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but if you don't know by now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's for but me. Also, like I if I read a Yeah. I didn't know it when I was watching it, because I I didn't know what the ending was, but it's like the whole theme of that show is like build up, build up, build up, build up, build up. Maybe something happens, maybe it doesn't. But it's this constant build all the time. It's, a te- it's, like it's this, this tension all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so the way they ended it was like 
I don't know. I think it's fucking genius. It's like my favorite ending for any show. Yeah. As soon as it ended, I was like, I, I immediately just ran it back and watched it again. That's uh, kind of the reason why that the, the reason why I'm watching it as well is because I want to see the many saints of Newark, and I want to sort of like at least have a reference that I know. I'm like, oh, that's this person. That's this person. Yeah, um, for sure. So I'm excited for that. His son looks just like him. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, the, the facial yeah. expressions that he yeah. uses. Oh yeah. no, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, so that was last year, but this year, I don't know why I got into Madman. I think I was looking for yeah. something. I was like, everybody says this is good. And I, I've always been really into uh, advertising. Like, there was a time where I wanted mm-hmm. to get copywriting. Because I think this might sound weird, but I think a chorus for a song is basically writing copy for a song. Pretty much. It's yeah. your tagline, it's your catchline, it's your jingle. It's your jingle. But yeah, and that's like what you put in the hook is like how you're going to catch people. Like, what's going to be the entire. You know, thesis of the song in one line, right. click in, it's gonna get people hooked. Yeah. Uh, so I've been watching that, and then, uh, what I mean, just all the usuals that everybody's been watching, kind of. Uh, Tell me what you I think, think of Justice Loki? League. Dude, I love Loki. Yeah. Like I said, that was so the one much- I was looking forward to the entire time. Like, out of all the shows, I was like, this is the one I want. Because yeah. even just the vibe of the trailer is like, this is the shit that I'm into. It felt, it felt really like sci-fi, kind of weird, very different. And that's what, what I like in Marvel. I like when they step outside the real, you know, mainstream comic book stuff and do something weird and different. Yeah. Um, no, that show was very like, um, I was curious because of the, the Rick and Morty uh, sort of connection. A lot of people that I know sort of, we're looking forward to that because one of the writers of Rick and Morty's on it and everybody was sort of expecting this sort of like batshit insane type of show. And the funny thing is, is that like, it wasn't, it was like a little bit more intimate because I mean, the whole pretty much up until I guess the last two episodes, the last episode is all very much like this one guy sort of a reexamining himself and just yeah. like, and it, you know, like I expected, I thought the same thing based on the trailer. I thought it was going to be this batshit crazy type of world hopping thing. And it was actually surprisingly an intimate show. Um, what did you feel? What did you feel about the ending? I mean, like anybody who's listening to us anyway has already seen it anyway. So what did you feel yeah, about I mean, that ending and like that whole repercussions that we're going to see for the future? Well, I thought I like... A lot of that show is two people talking to each other. And I think uh, that's where a lot of people maybe weren't expecting, but a lot of it was just Loki talking to Sylvie or Loki talking to Morbius. Uh, or not Morbius, sorry. <laughs> Morbius. I keep, say, I keep saying Morbius because I keep thinking... Morbius, and, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too similar uh, of the names. Yeah, but I've, I've always been a fan of like really good dialogue, so I don't mind. Like I've always been a big Kevin Smith or Quinn Tarantino fan, so... <laughs> dialogue i'm always cool and the portrayal of he who remains like him just doing his monologues was speaking i was like i could just watch this all day this is awesome give me all the exposition you need i don't care explain you can wait till now to explain the entire thing to me and if this guy's doing it i don't care because it was great yeah um but as far as like all the timeline splitting off it's a lot of times when I'm watching stuff like that, I have to run it back and I have to go to the internet and read because I'm like, I don't know if I'm too dumb or if it's just too much at once. But I'm like, I know the timelines are splitting off. I know what everything is canon now. 
where not everything is or, or it's not or it is or now there, there's just so much info that's the thing that's another thing like and i honestly i wish julian was here too uh one of one of our other uh hosts or whatever he's like our encyclopedia on the show and literally like yeah. there gets to some moments in this whole franchise that i literally just have to be like what the fuck is this and he'll explain it because he's pretty much read everything since he was a kid and so like but i'm at a point now too where i'm just like oh i need to go like pick up like a book or something because this is just so much information that i need to find out where this might lead to or what this actually means because i don't know if you're familiar with uh, a youtube channel called the new rock stars that sounds familiar do they do all the recaps yeah, they do all the recaps, but the thing is, they do all the Easter egg sort of like reveals and stuff. And yeah. God bless those guys because I don't have that kind of energy or that kind of time. But these Dude, guys I, I actually have go, seen those. Those put in work. They go frame by frame and like analyze these shows and reference them back. And I'm like, you know what? These guys are doing the work that so many people wish they could do and honestly like i'm kind of glad for channels like that because it's just like because they put those things out like two days after it comes out and it literally explains so much and the cool thing about stuff like that is that it opens up the discussion because that's the thing it's like now what you're saying like you're wondering if everything's canon or it's not like it makes it exciting because then we start thinking about all the movies that have come out before you know you got you know the old spider-man movies and I, or the lot, shows. I was thinking about the Netflix shows. I'm like, are we going to get Wilson oh, yeah. Fisk? Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Are we going to get Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk? And, we, I, need, I, need, I need Wilson Fisk fighting Spider-Man. I need to see that. Dude, my favorite villain of, since, since you know, Iron Man 1 up until now, my favorite villain was Bullseye. Okay. In Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a good job with him. Dude, the way they did him, like, he was like this like, weird stalker and was like going to this therapist, dude, I, and had like the stuff, you know, the, the, the flashbacks and all that shit. Like, just the way they built him as a villain was so good. I That was like, Daredevil season three is like probably my favorite episode of any Marvel TV. Yeah. Uh, and Charlie Cox is just, that's my Daredevil. Like there's no other Daredevil. Everybody, everybody, everybody in that show was like on their fucking perfectly A game. And that's why I, perfectly cast, perfectly acted. Just the story was incredible. And I feel like it's if they don't bring those guys back, it's a huge disservice. And Marvel has not been paying attention. But Dude, based on everything that Marvel's going to get to be a better Charlie Cox or better than Charlie Cox, right? Exactly. Or even like, D'Onofrio, doing- like. D'Onofrio is like top Marvel villain. Like D'Onofrio, yeah. like is up there with like Thanos and fucking Killmonger as the top Marvel yeah. vi- villains. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, I was. Wondering... Go ahead. It's on you. No, no. no. Uh, so I was gonna say. So, um, kind of. I don't want to kind of jump forward, but like, so you mentioned you want to see Suicide Squad, and I think the timing of this is hilarious because I did listen to your Suicide Squad song. Um, oh. Yeah. And I ju- and I just watched it last night, so I'm ca- I'm kind of bummed you haven't seen it yet. Um, I watched yeah, it. I watched too. it. Really- so, what prompted this, like you creating an entire song based on the Suicide Squad? Well, I made the Marvel song a few years ago, right before Endgame came out. Okay. And initially, I'd made that as a song, you know, kind of like the guys we were just talking about how they do the videos. It's like recap videos for mm-hmm. stuff. Initially, mm-hmm. I was like. I know these videos. I want to do a song 
that recaps the entire Marvel uh, timeline up until right before Endgame. And that was initially what I wanted to do. So I was like, then instead of, you know, watching the thing, you just listen to the song, even if it's like on the way to the movie, it's like, all right, let me recap this year real quick. And I was like, that'd be dope. And I started making this and I was like, we took the Marvel theme or the Avengers theme and we made a beat out of it. And it was super dope. I was like, cool. Start writing it. And I'm like, I feel, started feeling like an infomercial. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I feel like I'm just like reading, because I'm just writing this out. It feels very informative. Like I'm reading a report or something like that. Like, and this happened, and this happened. I was like, this is, I don't like this, you know? (laughs) So I was like, I'm just going to have fun with it and rap on it and then drop all the characters and make some fun references and things like that. And then on the second half, show some love just to the whole, you know, nerd community that that I'm so love. You know what I mean? Uh, And so I put that one out. And ever since then, everybody's always asked me for a DC song. When are you going to do DC one? Why do you like Marvel more than DC? And I was like, oh my God. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that argument. Like, there is no yeah. versus. There's not one that's better. It's all like, fun for us. I mean, it, I, yeah. if you're a fan of all this shit, it's every movie that comes out is something I'm going to watch. So, yeah, that argument is so yeah. dumb. And if you're one team or the other, like, it sucks for you because you're missing out. Dude. Like, right. Why would you yeah. want to? Why would you want to cut yourself off from dope shit? Like, and yeah. if. My opinion is like if you're one of those people, this might rough a fight, I don't know. But if you're like Marvel or DC, I'm like you obviously don't read any comics or you, you don't have a full scope. Because you really yeah. get a full scope if we go comics, games, animation, movies, right? Like they're fucking 50 50. Like where one is weak, the other one's strong. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like Marvel might be crushing it in movies, obviously, over DC, in my opinion. But DC's animation in my, is kind of crushing Marvel's. You know what I mean? And yeah, I absolutely. personally like DC books a lot of times more than I like Marvel ones. You know what I mean? So it's like there's 50-50 and there's dope stuff on each side. And if you would rather have the argument about one being better or worse. Like you're, All you're doing is stopping yourself from enjoying more stuff. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so everybody's asking me to do a DC one forever. I like... I only do these songs if I feel like I can do it right. And if I feel like I can do it justice, because I see so many times where it's people just pandering to an audience. Like, I'm going to make a song about comics. I'm like, you obviously don't know the fucking content or what you're talking about. And maybe someone doesn't know us, but I know it's something that's whack as fuck. Uh, so I would always like think about doing it. And then I ended up doing a Mandalorian one when Mandalorian came out. Okay. Did a Star Wars one with that that I thought was really dope. That people really liked, but uh, I was talking with Boss Logic, which I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been going back and forth because he's been following me since before the Endgame one, uh, and he would always like send me some stuff that he was doing, like, "Yo, I wrote these lyrics, or check out this thing I wrote." And he was doing a lot of writing. I'm like, "Dude, you're a great writer. Like, you're a fantastic fucking uh, graphic artist. Everybody knows that. But you yeah. should put out more of this stuff you've written, you know." And so we were always talking like, yo, we should do a song. We should do a co-write for a song. I'll let you write a verse. I'll rap it, whatever. And uh, one day he hit me up. He's like, I want to do like a Joker one. I want to do something with Joker. And I was like, all right. So I, I tried making a beat for it. I tried doing, flipping this up, this random beat. And it just wasn't working. And I was like, ah. I stumbled across the beat for what became Suicide Squad. And I started writing to it. And I was like, I'm not going Joker. I'm just going to do all DC villains because there's such a giant well to pull from. You know what I mean? And 
that's that's one area where I've always felt and still feel DC stronger is their villains. Oh yeah, over Marvels. Yeah, they have a, a, amazing villains. Man. There's more variety. The Rogues Gallery is just yeah, villain. just off Batman alone. Yeah, yeah, just off Batman alone. Not even Green Lantern or Superman or whatever. So I started. I wrote the first verse and I was like, "Yeah, I got it." We're doing the Super Villains one. I sent him the verse for mine and I was like, "Yeah, write a second verse." And uh, I was like, "Let's do." We'll call it Suicide Squad. I was like, "I know it's going to be more villains than are just in Suicide Squad, but as an overarching thing, I'll just call it Suicide Squad." You know what I mean? Especially because I was like, the "Movie's coming out; it'll be dope," and all that kind of stuff. So he writes the second verse, most of it, and then I like restructure it to fit in the way I, you know, do my cadences and stuff like that. We crushed it. The verse, the opening of the second verse is the best part of the song, in my opinion, and that came straight from him. Um, and yeah, so it just it became a thing. And then I was like, we got to do a crazy music video. And, uh, I linked up with my friends in Ismahawk, who they always do really amazing, Uh-oh. you know, the verses videos. They did a couple great ones. The most recent one they you, just did was that. Uh, sorry, oh, did I, 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 cut I, I didn't mean to interrupt. You kind of cut off for like a little bit. When did I cut off? What did I say? It was like when, I guess after he sent you the second verse. Okay, yeah, he sent me the second verse. Uh, I think the opening of the second verse is the best part of the song. And that was what he came with, and I think it's fire. He's just absolutely crushed it. And so I was like, the song's going to be great. Um, yeah. And did the music video with the guys from Ismahawk, who they've done a bunch of really cool verses videos. I think the most recent one was, was Red Hood? Did they do Red Hood versus Winter Soldier? Oh, I believe. Who, which which guys? The guys who do Bat in the Sun or whatever? No, that's Bat in the Sun. Okay. Uh, Ismahawk. Okay, no, I, I'm not familiar with these guys. You gotta check them out. They're amazing. Okay. Amazing. They did the video for Suicide Squad, and uh, yeah, I was just like, this is awesome. And you know, didn't think it was gonna get in a movie or anything like that. I was, it didn't, but I knew it would be cool, and people really enjoyed it. And I just like doing it if I can do it justice and I get hyped up if I'm able to do something that will become something cool in this community that I enjoy you know it's the timing is fantastic by the way because like I, I'm telling you like while I was going through your through your album and I saw the Suicide Squad song I was like this is hilarious I just watched it and I thought it was like such an interesting thing and I think the timing is incredible I had no idea first of all I had no idea Boss Logic wrote anything I he's a great artist obviously I had no idea that he did he? Because when I saw his name on there, I was like curious. I was like, did he do the artwork or something? What's going on? And um, I didn't know that he was a writer. That's actually really cool to hear. Yeah, man. He's, he's great. He posts some of his writing a lot. I don't know. He's been doing it more and more, but I was, he would send me stuff. I'm like, dude, this is insane. This is great. I'm like, write some raps. Let's do it. You know? And yeah, he came with, with awesome. Everything he came with was great. Yeah. Yeah. What are your... So I'm curious. Like, so... You're doing music. Music's such a big, you know. You're you're you know you're putting out your album. You're gonna go on tour. Is there another extension of you that you want to sort of like pursue? I mean, because you love this world so much, like, do you ever want to be a part of it? Like, you know, either acting or writing. Like, what do you see yourself sort of doing in this sort of like geek world or nerd world that we like to call it like you know that's this like whether it's you know sci-fi shows or comic book shows like what do you see yourself doing do you see yourself extending yourself into that world i would love to i would like to in a big way because this is 
growing up for me, it was always hip hop, comics, and skating. Like, that's what I was always into. And, um, you know, so that's what I always like talked about my music, all that kind of stuff. And if I don't know where I would see myself, like, I've always wanted to, you know, either just comment on it more, do more commentaries and stuff like that. Or, like, in a, in a perfect world, like, I would love to be involved, you know, in, like, acting sense or anything. I'll write the soundtracks. I'll write the songs, you know what I mean? For the movies or just be a part of, uh, like, Ke- you know, Kevin Smith is just always there commentating on it, always, like, a part of things. Um, mm-hmm. Any of those would be awesome. I want to be involved just in any way, just a presence mm-hmm. uh, in it to do my own thing or, you know, keep making the songs for people that enjoy it. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I mean, if I could, I would love to be yeah. in the acting world of it for right. sure. That'd be great. Right. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough pull, though. But, right. uh, you know, I have a lot of friends like Koi uh, that was over at Collider and did, like, comic book interviews and stuff like that like i love what all those guys do and yeah any of those would be good yeah no it's it's uh it's one of those worlds where because i'm the same way like i grew up with i mean i didn't skate or anything like that like i played soccer um but like i was a huge i would like there was a comic shop like a block from my house and it was like i was always there and like i was like always up on batman the animated series like i was really into the animated series of all these things and so like as a grown up now and seeing how these kind of things are being treated with reverence and sort of respect and they're like the main they're the mainstream now you know what i mean yeah. and it's like it's such a i just think about kids now i'm like you guys are so spoiled because this is the shit we wouldn't get this you know like all the time and now we're getting like a star wars movie every year we're getting a marvel show every few months like we're we're really benefiting from a lot of years and a lot of work people have been putting out and so yeah like it, being part of that world is 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 I feel like it's it's a goal for a lot of people. It's a goal for a lot of artists. And I feel like you, I mean, you sort of, especially talking about the Suicide Squad song, um, the clear, like you said, the clear um, care you're taking into like making sure that it's an authentic sort of representation and not just pandering. And it's like, you're a fan already. It's like, it's not pandering if this is the world that you love and this is the world that, you know. So, yeah, the, I think that. Yeah, when I make a song like that, you know, or like with game one or uh, I'm doing a Loki one right now because the Loki has the greatest soundtrack of any Marvel show yes. or movie, I guess, besides maybe. I mean, original soundtrack. The Guardian soundtrack is great. But yeah. as far as an original soundtrack, Loki Loki's insane. Uh, so as soon as I heard that, I was like, we got to try and flip this. Yeah. And if we can, try and make something cool. So... That's Again, it's something like that, but it's like once you flip it, it's like, can I find a unique way to, to be genuine on this? Like, what would I be stoked on? So, like, the Suicide Squad, for example, like, my favorite line in that entire song is the Bill Finger line. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, because so many people like, don't know who Bill Finger is. Yeah, yeah. Or the controversy around him being left out of the, the bat, <laughs> of, of Batman yeah. in general. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, like, those are the deep cuts where I'm like, I'm trying to get the people who get that line. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. then you know what I'm talking about. Like, you can just yeah. be like, oh, I like these characters or whatever, and that's cool. But, like, I'm making this for the deep cuts people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's, yeah. like, a line in uh, Mandalorian that talks about uh, – it's a line just alluding to Rogue One and the Darth Vader scene in Rogue One being done in, in reshoots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, was, it wasn't part of the it was, Yeah, you know, it wasn't original the original movie. cut. Yeah. Exactly. So there's, like, lines like that where I'm like – that shit to me is, is like dope. Like that's if I listen to that, I'd be like, God, like I never thought someone would have a, like. Why is that in a song? You know because I mean? that's a, because you you know why it's so like also in a way important because for people like us who are really into this stuff, we don't just like watch the show, watch the shows and the movies, and then kind of go about our day, or just watch the YouTube video. We literally like read the news about while this shit is getting made we watch we get excited for the trailers and like we do deep cuts on the trailers and we find out like that's why it's important because stuff like that nobody nobody really knew that that wasn't even part of the original you know i remember the original rogue one trailer came out and half of those shots aren't even in the final movie you know what i mean so yeah that's yeah there's even like the one where she's like in the in the ship and she says a line that's not even in the movie yeah you know no i know what you're talking about but like i was gonna say like one of the shots that i'm i'm kind of sad that wasn't in the final movie is where she's kind of going to transmit the information and a tie fighter just comes up in front of her like to shoot her down it was like a, yeah. the shot looked crazy but it was yeah. nowhere in the fucking movie you know what i mean i'm trying to see the i can't remember the, the director's name it's the dude that did godzilla gareth I'm trying to see his his director cut yeah, the one. Edwards cut. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, like, so that's always important to me. Like, if I make something like that, it's something that me or my nerdy-ass friends would think is dope. Like, right. that's all I'm trying to I'm trying to, like, impress my super nerdy friends. <laughs> or, like, uh, like, I'm friends with, like, Donny Cates, the writer of Marvel. So I'll, I'll write some shit and I'll send it to him. And if he's like, yo, this is fire, then I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that and all that stuff's cool to me. Like people feeling like you took the extra care to actually make something, especially for certain people. And obviously, it's still a culture which sucks. Is that the the culture of it nowadays for like pop culture and things like that? People are just looking for you to fuck up or say yeah. something wrong. It's toxic. instead of just embracing the fact that people are talking about it and so gassed up on it. Instead of being like, hey, Red Hood's not a villain. Why'd you mention him in the song? It's like, dude, because I like him. And it's, you know what I mean? I don't know. Anti-hero, like, fucking leave me alone, dude. It's cool. Are you, <laughs> is that really all you have to say? You know what I mean? You're just looking for yeah. something to be mad about. Uh, but it becomes toxic. And that's that's the one drawback of it becoming so popular is then just liking it's not good enough. Then you have to have a hot take. And once mm-hmm. you, have, you know what I mean? And it's like, you yeah. just can't embrace how dope it is to have all this content yeah. that when I, I remember being a kid and that that's um, the um, thing about sorry go ahead go ahead you good oh, i was gonna say that like that's the thing and you kind of just said it is like people not enjoying it's like people just need to sort of just enjoy that we're getting all this great content because like this stuff at the end of the day at the end of the day this is all just fun 
fictional sci-fi stuff to enjoy. It's all entertainment. And so when people get really militant about it and get, you know, people build their whole careers off of being like militant and sort of anti anything when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like people have whole YouTube careers because of it. At the end of the day, it's like, come on, man. It's it, This is just fun shit to watch. Like it's not that serious at the end of the day. This is stuff for us to, you know, kind of, enjoy the inner child in all of us and also allow us for those that create it to tell these sort of mythical stories. Cause this is, this, these are our new myths, right? Comics are our new myths. Like this is our gener, this is the generation of, you know, yeah, these are our new myths. So I think it's kind of silly when people get super militant, like with this whole, I don't know if you've seen um, the new master the, as it, masters of the universe that Kevin Smith just did for it, yeah. Netflix. Yeah, I did the same thing. And people just like got all on, just criticizing him just because it's supposedly not the same as it was back in the day. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, this guy's literally putting in so much care into this franchise. And you're over here trying to find faults in it for absolutely no reason. It's, 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 and it's, and everything. Just enjoy this shit. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing that sucks too. It's like the first half of it dropped and then, you're judging the series. Like, just wait till a second. Like, wait until you have the yeah. entire story to even cast the judgment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like one thing if you don't like something. Whatever. Like, some things aren't for everybody. Like, I don't like the Justice League mm-hmm. movie. I didn't like the Snyder Cut either. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. It means I just was not for me. Like, it's not my yeah. taste. There's yeah. a lot of, obviously, there's a lot of people who like it. This is not for me. I tried. Gave it a fair shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to then go and try and make other people not like it, <laughs> or or you know, mean like look talk shitty to somebody who does like it. it it's like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's like oh, you know, the thing that you helps you just escape from your shitty day at work and feel good for a couple hours. Yo, it sucks. You shouldn't like like dude, what is wrong with you? Just let people enjoy what they enjoy. Or even the opposite. Like, you know, you might not like it, and then somebody who does like it goes out of their way to just call you every horrible name under the sun because you don't like it, because you don't like the same thing they do. It's like, come Yeah, it's weird. There is, like, this thing now that I've noticed on Twitter where it's, like, a thing to say that bad movies were good, and and that's, like, your hot take. And it's like, mm-hmm. it'll be someone like, I'm sick of people saying that Spider-Man 3 wasn't one of the best superhero movies ever made. And you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Oh, like, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? Oh, like they you make it I mean? a personality trait to like bad shit. Yeah, and it's like, dude, it's it's still not, you can, like, <laughs> you're not like nuanced or more like <laughs> hip. Right. Or like more enlightened because you think yeah. a bad movie is good. It's like, no, dude. Come on. People, people have been doing the, that for decades, pancake, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have been doing that for decades. Like people, there's whole like, people, you know, there's whole industries of people enjoying bad movies. Like that's not unique. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. there are movies that are so bad they're good and I understand that. But if a movie's just like, I don't want to keep shitting on Spider-Man 3, but that movie's just not, there's yeah. not, like it's just. You know how bad Spider-Man 3 was for me when I saw it? It made me hate Spider-Man for like a few years. And so yeah. when they when they came out with The Amazing Spider-Man with the Andrew Garfield, I didn't go see yeah. that. It took me a while. I went to go see The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and that was just based off the new suit. 
Other than that, like, it really dropped Spider-Man on, like, in my rank of superheroes. Because it used to be, for me, it was, like, Batman, Spider-Man, and then everybody else. And then Spider-Man 3 just, like, shattered all that for me. (laughs) I think it did that for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then for someone to be like, not Spider-Man 3 is a classic. Tell you, shut up. No, you're not. Yeah. They probably saw it when they were, like, three years old, and it was probably enjoyable for them. No, but they knew they know it'll get a bunch of likes and a bunch of right. people talking. In the movie, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, yeah all right. For like, sure. Whatever. For sure. Um, what have you been? Uh, what are you excited for? What are you besides this Loki song that I'm really excited to hear? What are you excited for that's coming out that you know that you're going to be doing um, professionally? Like, are is your tour already ready to go, or are you are you just kind of putting it together right now? No, the tour's ready. It starts on Sunday, so. Oh. Getting ready for that. It's coming up quick. Um, I mean, I got a bunch of music coming out and just working on a few different things and to continue putting music out for the rest of the year, even while on tour um, mm-hmm. for that. And outside of music, are you talking about outside of music or just what I'm doing? Just overall. I guess I, I, I like where you're going with this, though, with uh, your music and your tour that's kind of starting. By the way, how many dates are you doing? I, I, I apologize if I don't have that information. 20, right now. 20, okay. 21. Okay. Okay. So, super excited for that. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, everything's already ready to go. We just got to plug in and start playing the shows. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. That's exciting. Really excited for all the new music and new videos. I know the album just came out, and so I want to still give that as much life as I feel like it deserves. Yeah. Uh, but then there is more new stuff coming. Very, you know, pretty soon that we yeah. already have ready to go. Other than that, I mean, I'm really excited for Sandman. Okay. <laughs> Whenever that drops wait. on Netflix. The no, Netflix show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm currently like three quarters of the way through reading it. Okay. And I just love it so much. So I'm okay. really interested in how the hell they're going to turn it into a show. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, they find the way, man. Like, I'm, I'm honestly right now... For me, I'm excited for Dune. You know the movie Dune. Dude, I'm, so, I'm literally reading the so, book. That was like, my thing. I was so, <laughs> my girlfriend's reading it right now, and I was like, "It's a little thick for me." Let yeah. you read it first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but I'm super because like Dennis going away with was like, mm-hmm. I think Blade Runner 2049 was like the most slept on movie, maybe yeah. of all my time. You know yeah. what I mean? That movie yeah. is so fucking good. And you know, it's kind of it's kind of part. Yeah, it's kind of part of the course for Blade Runner because even the first one was slept on, like the original one. Nobody went to go see well, that. The first one had so many problems, right? There was like director's yeah. cut. Like, what is the original? What is the yeah. right Blade Runner cut I'm supposed to watch? I don't even know which one I'm supposed to watch now. Like, there's like three <laughs> different versions. There's like a I heard that cut, the, fi- the fi- I heard cut. that the final cut is the one to watch. From what I've from what I've read, Ridley Scott wants you to watch the final cut. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It got confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited. I just like I said, I love Dennis Villeneuve. Like he's one of my favorites. Yeah. So anything he does, I'm stoked to watch. But Dune, anyways, it's oh, it's just great. Yeah. But Sandman, I'm super excited for. I don't know if James Bond is ever going to happen at this point. It better happen. You know, I'm excited for that one too. I've been excited for it too. I, I wanted them to redeem themselves from the last one. 
that one was a little rough. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I think with these Bonds, you know, I feel like every other Bond movie is good. So, like, Casino Royale yeah. was amazing. Quantum of Solace was trash. Yeah, and then Skyfall. Skyfall was amazing. And then Spectre was terrible. And now, so yeah. I just feel like this was going to be amazing. I sure hope so. I mean, I'm super excited for Suicide Squad. I, yeah, fuck. get on that. Watch that. You're, you're, I think you're going you know, really to really enjoy it. I was going to watch it last night. You know what it is? Like, I'm leaving on tour. And I have like one night left with my girlfriend. I know she's probably going to want to watch it. And if we don't do it then, then I'll just watch it on tour list. But, or whatever, tour day. Um, so I got to figure that out. But besides that, I think Eternals yeah. I'm pretty hyped for, even though I have no idea what it's about. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody I'm does. Sa- same boat as you, man. I have no, I have uh, no idea. It looks beautiful. No idea it what it's about. It does. <laughs> Shang-Chi uh, looks fantastic. Um, Spider Man's coming out in December too. Spider Man, I'm. I wish I was excited for Venom, but you know, yeah, I'm not really yeah. that excited for that one for Venom. I want Venom to be good, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, right. I don't even no, know what else. You. What else to look forward to besides Spider Man? I know I'm missing out a big one. Uh, Halloween. Hawkeye's coming out. Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Halloween was good. I liked the last the the last one they did two years ago, which was or just called Halloween again. I like. I, yeah. I, I kind of, I'm a sucker for movies like that that sort of bring back, sort of like what they did with that last Terminator movie where they brought back Linda Hamilton. So I'm kind of a sucker. I like for that too. I just didn't like the movie. The Terminator. You know, no. You know what? I actually surprisingly liked it. I'm a huge Terminator fan. The thing that threw me off was just the casting of the young girl i feel like they should have made her just a bit older in the flash forwards because like she still looked really young when they were like oh yeah she was the one who rescued me or whatever like i wish she would have she still looked like she was 18 i don't know if (laughs) i'm just like older now and like looking at like i was just like i couldn't get away from there's like a massive plot hole in terminator where this machine can make himself look like anybody but he chooses yeah. to make him look like the same person that's been chasing him the entire time. <laughs> like, are these fucking genius robots? Like, why does he choose to look like the same dude that you're going to yeah. recognize everywhere? Yeah. Well, it's kind uh, of the same thing with the original. Like, if you're supposed yeah. to be an infiltrator machine, why look like an Austrian bodybuilder? <laughs> yeah, how great of an assassin are you? I would look like a child and just shame you. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Oh, man. Um, there was something... Um, I, um, this is... I shouldn't know this because I did a whole song last year about every movie that got canceled. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So I think, like, it was Morbius, which we already talked about. I don't know what that's going to be like. Neither do I. I don't Whether even, I had no, I forgot it was still, you just mentioned it and I was like, oh, I forgot about that movie. Carnage yeah. is coming out too. Yeah. Which I'm, that's I don't care for. Yeah. Neither do I. But I really wish I did. And I really want to, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. If it was I'm kind of bummed that I don't care about it. If it was yeah. rated R, I think it would be much better. Yeah. You know what yeah. I think it is? Is just that whole thing where you're like, Sony's just doing this to sort of like, you know, do the same, you know, just try to take that kind of like goodwill from Marvel. And they're just sort of like throwing anything at the wall, whatever sticks. And that's why it just, it just doesn't feel like it's a movie in good faith. It just doesn't feel... 
it's like, oh, let's just make this movie because we have money. My buddy was showing me the other day. There's like a website. It's the guy who's like one of the like the main guy over at Sony. He used to be a Fox. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a website dedicated to all the shit he's fucked up. Oh my god! And like one of those things is like uh, he was the guy that had Ryan Reynolds sew his mouth shut as Deadpool and X Men because he has like a personal problem with Ryan Reynolds, or That's he's so the weird. one that greenlit the last Fantastic Four movie just so that Marvel couldn't have it. Oh uh, my god! And then yeah, with all the Venom stuff. So and now he's over at Sony and doing the same shit. So you're probably oh not god. wrong. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, that's insane. But there's a lot of good stuff coming. That's the cool thing about right now and about all this stuff is that there's always feels like there's always something cool to look forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. And especially yeah. with these things, it's very important, especially these yeah. days, to have something cool to look forward to. Right. That that's what's exciting about it. And the good thing is that it's it's gonna be done with care. At least the stuff that Marvel's doing and even maybe even Netflix. Netflix I think takes good care of of certain things or whatever. So that's always a good good sign and it's exciting and it's stuff to look forward to, you know, for us. Yeah, to Marvel enjoy. cares so much about the thing that's funny is like when Marvel does stuff, the fans just take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Mephisto thing, for instance. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some yeah. fans are just like, they're gonna do this and I think Marvel's just like, no, we just made a normal show. Not yeah. even normal, but we just, just we're just doing it, you know. Yeah. We're not going that crazy with it. Everybody always yeah. expects Marvel to do some wild shit. Well, but you know what? That's what we contain stories that are, you know what I mean? That's what we thought. But after this Loki finale, every I honestly, I was one of the doubters. I was like, they're not going to introduce Kang. Like, it's not going to. It's going to be another Mephisto theory. Like, people are just. And when they introduced him, jo- shout out to Jonathan Majors, who's like you said incredible monologuing in that episode yeah i was surprised that they actually introduced him and introduced him in such a way where he's not even wearing his can costume he's just jonathan majors with a cloak and they were just like yeah this is the next 10 years are going to be crazy you know and they, I was and they, don't even, they never even say his actual name no not at all you know what i mean no. i'm like if you don't know any of this shit yeah. you have no idea what what's happening you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, also, shout out to Owen Wilson because he's like my favorite part of that show. I'm excited that he's coming back for season two. I am hoping that he is just in a lot more MCU things in general. I hope, he was we, good. I hope he was we get really him kind of like a, a Coulson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think, oh, the, the, I think the thing in Marvel I'm most looking forward to is Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge Sam feel, Raimi fan, and yeah. Sam Raimi returning <laughs> to the comic book space, yeah. but also doing some horror type thing. Yeah, like you can't like it's. I, I might be getting ahead of myself, but all I feel like is Army of Darkness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that just makes me so happy. Um, Echo, this was an amazing conversation. Thank you so yeah, man, much thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much for, for jumping on and talking to us today. Um, really looking forward to that Loki song. I really enjoyed that Suicide Squad song. I really hope you watch the movie, by the way. Um, for sure. Your album Detour is out now on all streaming services, right? Yes, sir. Yeah.